1: As long as I'm willing to openly, unashamedly confess in the world I live in that I'm a follower of Jesus Christ, I'm a Christian, I'm a follower, I'm a disciple of Jesus Christ, guess what? I'm protected from the evil. And so are you. But as soon as you back off and because of the pressure, peer pressure, whatever kind of pressure it is, as soon as you say, well, you know, I don't think at this point I'm going to really let them know that I'm a follower of Jesus Christ... At that moment, you just give an end to the enemy.
0: Are you willing to confess that Jesus is your Savior? You may say yes, and that's easy in the privacy of your own heart or when you're with other believers, but will it hold ground if someone challenges you on it? In today's message, Pastor Danny will tell you how important it is to take that stand. By admitting to yourself and to everyone around you that you're a Christian, you're untouchable by the enemy. He may do his best to knock you down, but he can't take you away from Jesus. Now here's Pastor Danny in the book of John, chapter 17, with today's edition of The Living Word.
1: I want to spend the last few minutes of my time honing in on one aspect of the ministry of our great king, priest Jesus. And we read it, the last part of verse 25. Those who come to God through him, he's able to save them completely. Why? Because he always lives to intercede for them. Always lives to intercede for them. That means that right now, Listen to me. Listen to me. Literally, right now, right now, while we're sitting here, Jesus is at the right hand of the Father, and he's interceding on the behalf of those who believed in him, people like me. He's interceding on my behalf. Intercession, that means pray. He's praying for us. What's he praying? Excellent question. Leave Hebrews. Spend the last few minutes of our time, John's Gospel, chapter 17. John chapter 17. This is a prayer that Jesus prayed just before he went to the cross. I'm so glad God recorded it for us. It gives us great insight into his intercessory ministry, not only then, but still now, for us. John chapter 17 Verse 10, he says, Father, all I have is yours, and all you have is mine. And glory has come to me through them, my followers. I will remain in the world no longer, but they are still in the world, and I'm coming to you, Holy Father. Protect them by the power of your name. And this whole section has to deal with protection, the name you gave me, so that they may be one as we are one. While I was with them, I protected them and kept them saved by that name you gave me. None has been lost except the one doomed to destruction so that the Scripture would be fulfilled. That's Judas. I'm coming to you now, but I say these things while I'm still in the world so that they may have the full measure of my joy within them. I've given them your word, and the world has hated them, for they are not of the world any more than I am of the world. My prayer is not that you take them out of the world. Now, I wish he had prayed that. I wish he had prayed, just beam them up, Lord. But that's not what he prayed. He said, my prayer is not that you take them out of the world, but that you protect them from the evil one who is the ruler of this present world. They are not of the world any more than I. He's praying. He prayed it then. Guess what? He's still praying it today. Praying for my protection. And if you know him as Lord and Savior, praying for your protection. Protection in this world that as we live in this world, Because we live in a world that's ruled by the evil one that we will be protected. Now, how does that work? Well, the protection is connected with his name. Here's the bottom line. As long as I'm willing to openly, unashamedly confess in the world I live in that I'm a follower of Jesus Christ... I'm a Christian. I'm a follower. I'm a disciple of Jesus Christ. Guess what? I'm protected from the evil one. And so are you. But as soon as you back off, and because of the pressure, peer pressure, whatever kind of pressure it is, as soon as you say, well, you know, I don't think at this point I'm going to really let them know that I'm a follower of Jesus Christ, at that moment, you've just given in to the enemy. You've just given him foothold in your life. Remember what Jesus said to Peter? Peter, Satan has desired to sift you as wheat, but I've prayed for you. When you've turned back, when you've repented, strengthen your brothers. Peter says, oh, no, Lord, never going to happen. You know, I won't have to turn back, repent, because I- I'll die with you. This very night, before the rooster crows, three times you'll deny that you even know me. Three times you won't be willing to confess my name. You know the story. And in those few hours when Peter was not willing to openly, before the world, confess that he's a follower of Jesus Christ, Satan had his number, just like he'll have your number and my number. And Jesus is praying. He's praying. He's praying for us that we will never be ashamed or fearful in the world we live in to openly confess, I'm a follower of Jesus Christ, no matter what it costs me, no matter what you think of him, he's my king, he's my priest, he's my savior. They overcame by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony. If you suffer, it should not be as a murderer or a thief or any kind of criminal or as a meddler. However, if you suffer as a Christian, don't be ashamed, but praise God that you bear that name. His name is Jesus. Come on, say his name, Jesus. That's his name, Jesus. When I confess him, Jesus, I'm a follower of Jesus, and I'm not ashamed of it when I confess his name, he protects me from the evil one because the evil one wants to get at you and wants to get at me. You know, it doesn't end there. Look at John 17, verse 17. Sanctify them by the truth. Your word is truth. Sanctify them. It means to keep them set apart. Keep them set apart for God's purposes, for holy purposes. So he's not only praying for us, interceding for us still today, that we would continue to confess him before a world that for the most part doesn't confess him, and when we confess him, (laughs) it doesn't please them. But not only continue to confess his name, continue to be sanctified. Sanctified how? By truth. I've said it before. I'll say it again. If all you're getting of the word is a big mouth like me on a Sunday, I took a month off from ministry as a pastor of Calvary Chapel, St. Petersburg, but I didn't take a month off of being a Christian. That's why I read, and I read, and I read. And I read because I want, to, I want to be fed, because that's that's sanctification for me that's what God uses in my life and your life. I need daily bread, you do too to stay set apart. Let me blow your mind. It blew mine. verse 20, John 17, My prayer is not for them alone. I pray also for those who will believe in me through their message. Last night's service, 9 o'clock this morning's service, there were people that Jesus had prayed for that now received him as Lord and Savior. You know what? In a crowd this large in this service, I'm willing to wager that somebody, before I'm done, and I'm almost done, you're going to receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Guess what? He prayed for you. He, he's already prayed for you. He says, I pray for those that will believe in me. He prayed for you. Isn't that, isn't that, boy, I'm getting Jesus bumps again. Then he prays that they might be one as we are one. Then he prays John 17, verse 24. I love this one. Look at verse 24 if you're there. Father, I want those you have given me to be with me where I am and to see my glory, the glory you have given me because you loved me before the creation Of the world. Isn't that amazing? Jesus prayed for me, and if you know Him as Savior, and if you're about to know Him as Savior, He prayed and He said, Father, I want you to know, I want them to be with me. And I will be. John 14, the disciples are all bent out of shape. They don't understand what's happening. Jesus has been repeatedly telling them what's going to happen on this particular trip into Jerusalem. He's going to suffer. He's going to die. He's going to rise again. But they never heard the rising again. They just heard the death stuff. And he said there in John 14 where I go, you can't come right now, but you will come later. Where are you going, Lord, and how will we know the way? He says, I'm the way. And what did he say there? He said, don't let your hearts be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I'm telling you the truth. I'm going there to prepare a place for you. And if I go to prepare a place for you, I'll surely come and receive you, that you'll be with me where I am. Is that cool? He prayed for us, and he has a desire. Listen, he has a desire for me to be with him even more than I have a desire to be with him. And we are going to be with him one day forever and ever and ever and ever. We live in the light of a wonderful covenant. We serve a great high priest. He's our king. He's our savior. And in him we have an everlasting intercessor.
0: contains a unique passage that's often referred to as the Hall of Faith. This section gives you a synopsis of people who followed their Creator without knowing the end result or with having each step laid out for them. These icons of trust were definitely not without flaw. Their journeys weren't free from trials and tribulations either, but they came back to their faithful Heavenly Father time and time again, trusting that He would fulfill His promises. God used these ordinary men and women to accomplish great things in their time and to set in motion kingdom work that would continue to change lives for countless generations to come. We're so glad that you joined us today to study the book of Hebrews with Pastor Danny Hodges here on The Living Word. If you missed any part of today's teaching or would like to explore more of Pastor Danny's teachings through the books of the Bible, visit ccfstpete.church and click on sermons. You'll be directed to our YouTube page and we'd love for you to subscribe. When you do, you'll be notified by email every time we post a new message. If you have any questions for us about what you heard today or if you'd like us to pray for you, please email us. Our address is info at ccfstpete.church. Again, that's info at ccfst p-e-t-e dot church we count it as a privilege to lift our valued listeners up to the Lord in prayer that's all we have time for today in our study of Hebrews join Pastor Danny next time to continue digging deeper into scripture right here on the living word the power